Hello, and welcome to the Theology Gaming Podcast. Um, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Usually we kind of start with a topic and a game, but today I'm going to interview someone. So let's just call it the Theology Gaming Interview Series. Big title. Uh, my guest today is from Mugen Studios. Please welcome producer Daniel Birch, whose nickname is Echo, I hear. <laughs> It's, it's weird hearing my name. Um, it, or, 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 or what I mean is your that, real name. Yeah, half the it's reached the point where more people call me by my handle, and I've got legitimate conversations where they were full on serious of I should just change my my surname to Echo. As as more people, it's it, the line has crossed where more people know me as Dan Echo, call me Dan Echo, <laughs> than my real name. Yeah, I noticed you emailed me and you are Dan Echo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. Like, um, I should just change my name. Um, <laughs> on legal for, documents and such. I, no, well, yeah, I I, <laughs> I I I really thought about it. If, if it wasn't for my passport slash day gig and. <laughs> I probably would. I probably should. Yeah. I, sh- I think I will. I would do it if I had a cool nickname like that, but I don't. It's not even a nickname. <laughs> it's been, I've been called like hell. Um, been called this for, ooh, good 10, 11, 13 years. All right. Oh, give us a little bit of your history in the uh, games industry or entertainment, whatever you want to call Where it. Where do I start? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it goes back to. Well, it, hey, Tarantino's this. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's start in the middle of. Yeah, my name is Crazy Echo. I get called. People call me crazy. They call me Echo. <laughs> they call me Dan Echo. No one in Europe calls me Dan. <laughs> Everyone in Europe calls me crazy. Whenever I go on a trip over there, I I have footage. I'm just called crazy. That's your first uh, name now. Yes, even my <laughs> adopted parents over there, even the whole grandparents, the whole everyone just calls me crazy. I have birthday cards that say "Happy Birthday, Crazy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm introduced to uh, their friends and colleagues as, "Oh, this is uh, our, our buddy here, Crazy," and like they give me strange looks, like, "Wait, his name's Crazy? Oh, yes, you don't know him." <laughs> Where it's just my, that is my name as well. I go by it. Now I'm really confused. I have no idea what to call you. Don't worry. You can just <laughs> call me crazy. You can call me Echo, Crazy Echo, Dan. That works. If you if you say, "Hey, dude, you, what's up?" I know you're talking to me. But then again, there's only two of us right here, so I know you're talking to me. Um, <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> to answer your question, who? Where did I start? I can, oh, I can reiterate the question for you if you want. I know the question is uh, tell the history of what are you in the gaming industry or journalism or start off. I first started, I went to what, ITT tech to learn how to make games. Right. And then from there, like we, we were the very first class of to make games. And this is when 2006, when all these schools started popping up, learn how to make games, do all this stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it just like became a major. So I just, I went for it. What Was it hell? useful? Yes, in a way. Well, yeah. a, that sounds like a qualified. Uh... No, no, no. It's not qualified. It's more. Um, I stopped midway, or after uh, the two years, I got a job offer and I took it. 
<laughs> okay. So well. I didn't finish for my degree. I got a job offer to get flown up from California, from uh, Anaheim, to go work at Boeing. So yeah, yeah. you want to go design planes? Awesome. Uh, sure. Why not? I need to pay off these student loans anyway. <laughs> so while working at Boeing, designing planes, end up still keeping contact with the buddies I started my schooling with with uh, to make games. And they said, let's start a gaming blog. So we started. And two of them died. <laughs> what is, wow, this is like so random. It's not random. It's it's. I'm telling you my story. My story is not a clear path. <laughs> no, it is not. I can tell. My story is a journey, and wow, it's just go here and now go there and now turn this in and then go back. <laughs> so, yeah, we started off with what we three sixty five dot net. That evolved into Xbox. Oh my wait, Xbox Live Crew, which evolved into breaking the game. Did breaking the game a few years, ran that, did a podcast on that, and learned a lot about the backside of this fun stuff. Of how do you edit a show? I don't know. Learn. <laughs> no <laughs> real precedent for it, right? Oh, oh th- this is like yeah, this was 2007, um, where everyone started podcasts, and it's just learn. How do you learn? J- just do it. There's no how-to guides because everyone's just learning on their own. You learn with your your friends as you go along. You meet more people in the press. Learn uh, the back end of everyone who's making games. And you got to learn all their community manager names. Shake everyone's hand. Go to every event. Shake hands. Hand out cards. Like, this is me. I'm trying. Get your name out there. Learn more people. And it's like, I'm relevant, I huh. think. Please. <laughs> Huh, this is interesting because this is exactly what I'm doing now. I know, man. So that's <laughs> Mike Tarantino. Like, where we are now. That's <laughs> how I met you at PAX. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one, it just hit me at like, what, 2011. Like, hey, I want to make games. Like, let's just go. What's the next step after the podcasting? I said, let's make a game. Found a game on Kickstarter, made a deal. It's like, hey, I'll fund your project just so I can get producer cred and got the whole project funded, like profit and deal. And took it to PAX East last year, got some feedback and came back again with more stuff stronger for PAX East of this year, 2013. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know anymore. <laughs> my my life is on segments of three months. I'm like, hey, we got the, we had to hit this. Okay, boom, we did that. Next project. All right, it needs to be done by then. How Fall. long? Is three, four months. Crap. All right, let's go. <laughs> I don't. Years don't exist. I just huh. have project to next project to next project. I don't know how to live that way. <laughs> it's not something you choose. It's something that's the result of. This is what becomes foisted upon you. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. What yeah. exactly is Mugen Studios? Because Mugen's... the website does not help me out at all. <laughs> oh, thank you. I need to know um, when's the last time you've been to the website? <laughs> uh, today. Okay, good, because I just redid it last week. <laughs> There's like photos of you, lots of photos of you. And, and I have no about, do I? And no photos of the games at all. I I, I know, I know. The screenshots, I need to add that up. Oh, see, people, this is the lovely part of the podcast. This is the <laughs> truth of the truthiness of the truthest. 
I'm just coming at you. This is me. Brutally I, honest. This, this is brutally honest. There's a this is no BS. This is this is me at at, at the most I could do. <laughs> Website I tend to um put on the back burner a lot because ah, I focus okay. on other stuff. Wait, 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 let me elaborate. I focus on the business of calling people more, lots of emails back and forth. Like, is this deal going, that deal going, and then setting up to record and stuff like this. Mugen Studios is... Because it's confusing to me. Like, what exactly do you do? Because I know that the game, some of the games are made by other people. And then do you, like, shop them to the conventions or... I am glad you're asking so I know how to let me like okay I need a, <laughs> okay so I, this is your business meeting we're gonna yes. just have it right now yes yeah, so like what do you do we're essentially a, a production company okay producers where we take ideas try to uh, get them funded uh, and get executive producer grads on them like uh, as for the games I headhunt current people making some games um, like other Kickstarters, Indiegogos, projects in the works, and say, I like what you got. Can we work a deal or, or something? Oh, all right. Yeah. And so we do uh, that. And then on the film side, I didn't even say that we do films as well. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw that on the website. Yes. So. The, the trouble with the films is I can't put it. This is brutally honest, people. No one would like to admit this. <laughs> I, I should probably have a PR company talking for me, but eh, what the hell? My best PR is me. My, <laughs> the, the pure honesty, that's what you're going to get. The the PR side of, well, <laughs> of the film side is I can't put any information of the films we got going on uh-huh. at, at all. It's like, great. I say we make we do films. Uh, we uh, produce films on the side. So what does that entail? Crap. I can't tell you about, <laughs> oh, we've been in negotiations. We've been talks for the last four months trying to get this project going. We have, we've, we've been getting scripts and trying to get the scripts funded. We would get to the point of, oh, we got this guy on board. We got this guy on board. It's still hush, hush. Can't say anything yet until they sign ah. and say, oh, got this, got this. Great. Got him, got him. And then something else would fall apart. Like, what can I say about this? I had. (laughs) No, I'm just trying to go through the years. Weaving through the lines of the agreements. Yes, my uh, my business partner is uh, Jerome. Uh, Jerome Moss, he's been in the music industry for decades doing contracts for EMI. I met him at school. It's just one of these freaky things. Like, yeah, I met him at school and we realize that we aren't great artists, but we are great getting it doneers. Make the connections. That is a good uh, thing to have. Yeah, like if you're able to draw your comic, it's just my since the, my way of life of how I just meet people and just stay in contact. I know the guy who can get it published and meet your music, your musicians to get it into animated comics and your animators stuff. It's just just oh, the okay. nature of the business of shaking all these hands. Like all right, I know all these people. Let's make the connections, and make it happen, and know the money people behind it. Like all right, let's get it funded for like films get some big stars i like what can i say <laughs> Wait, what? I, I don't want to sound like i'm name dropping or making it up but i <laughs> because you can't really confirm any of this and this is the internet right oh my god yes <laughs> it's the sad part it's like i can talk about a few oh my god uh, <laughs> how do i convey of yes i am not i am not lying when i say 
trying to get Nick Cage on a project and he says yes on something and with Billy Bob Thornton and then the project falls apart because no one knows why. No one can have a like oh but it all comes down to one guy didn't get a hold of another guy, some lawyer didn't talk to some other lawyer, or get a project done for the in the, the not the Cayman the British Virgin Isles, where we say, Okay, we get we get the three scripts, we work a contract out with the government and say, All right, we wanna film here we we wanna film here and they're gonna give us some kind of uh, or they're gonna give us a tax break. Like, great, we got the scripts, we got the actors, we're a bunch of unknowns. It's gonna be we we know everyone knows the scope is going to be some CB rated made for TV script. Great. We know this, but it's still going to be good. Then get word of, Oh yeah, you wanted to start filming in March, but we're, you, we want you guys to hold off. Like you're getting word from the government. Like what, like what, 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 what is wrong? We like, <laughs> we got the cameras. We got the people. We got the location. And then, but they're the ones going to be tossing the money. Other end, but it's like, oh, we got to wait a few minutes. It's just a bunch of stories like this. It's like you really have to have about 10 projects going at the same time because nine of them are going to fall off. Uh, oh, even 10, like you can say. But it's, I, I always hear stories about, oh, this project has been shopped around for like three years or so and it never got picked up. And, I never understood that tool. Now you have to me. Like, <laughs> like, wait, wait, no, no, wait, no. Wait, this is supposed to be my be my big break. Like, we're supposed to get this going. We're like, this is supposed to work out. And no, <laughs> like, I'm, then I hear stories of like uh, panels, like the Wachowskis. They spent five years getting cloud, trying to get Cloud Atlas made. But they're the Wachowskis. They made the Matrix. They, <laughs> They, and then they had they raised all the money themselves to get the movie made. To they raised like a hundred million themselves <laughs> of their own money and everyone else's contributions. Like and they already had Holly Berry, Tom Hanks, and Hugo Weaving like, all signed up and like already in can. Jeez. And then they just needed help to they needed distribution just to get it out to the theaters. Like it doesn't matter how much money your film costs, they it still costs the same amount to get it to print and get it to other cinemas so is the games industry easier to work with in this sense or harder Um, the game industry is more yes it's easier in a sense of yeah you know the direct people who can make the game you can talk to at two in the morning to say all right what's the problem you'd say if there's a problem call me if it's like you get sick and you got to hold up or something, call me. If your computer breaks down, call me. If you need money for more hosting or larger Dropbox folder, call me. If there's something within my power and you need help, call me. Don't say, oh, my computer is broken down and I was waiting to get it fixed by something. If it's something like that, like I will call and say, go to Best Buy. It's waiting for you. <laughs> next one like if it's a problem i can solve i'll my god wait is that vanilla ice that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem i'll solve it yes essentially that's what i do um i so as a role producer i am a hmm a butler i am a butler a high class butler a high class butler i just don't wear ties i <laughs> oh well yeah it's can't uh, have everything right it's 
tell me what you need and I'll get it for you. Huh. Okay. That's what I do. I I, I, I worry about other stuff you shouldn't. Ah. <laughs> let me handle packs of let me deal with the rental companies, dealing with oh. the freight people, dealing with packs is its own pain within itself. In what ways? Word to the wise. Anyone who wants to go to PAX, if you want to show at PAX, it costs money. Lots of money. It's not free. <laughs> it's not just, oh, I'm going to... Oh, my God. The booth alone costs 1500 Really? Yes. Like that's, that that size that you had at PAX? That's a 10 by 10, yes. Okay. Uh, that's 1500 10, uh, 10 by 20s cost 2500 Wait, is this by day or is this by the whole? No, no, it's for the whole event. It's just okay. you get the whole space. But what that fifteen hundred will get you a table, okay. your name on a piece of cardboard, two chairs, and a wastebasket. Oh, oh, wait, and the carpet, and it'll get you carpet. But it'll just give you the black carpet. If you want padding, that's extra. That's seventy five cents per square foot. They really charge by square foot. Yes, like oh. in all seriousness. Yes, the carpet cost me five hundred because I got triple padded carpet. It's worth it. It's you go, you walk the floor packs. Your feet hurt. Oh my god, my legs like ached. Yeah, you you <laughs> knew days. the booths that had the padding. Yeah, you went back to them. <laughs> so I punched um, around like all day. So I was this, destroyed. This was my, my eighth packs. It's uh, a combination of by being starting out as press first. I know all the press people because you meet everyone at because at these events, you just see each other over and over again. Like you, oh. what you really need to do is become best friends with these people. This like how if you hear stories of comedians starting out, like what you need to do is become friends with other comedians. This is your class. These are the people that you will see every single oh. time. <laughs> this is your class of your graduating class that you need to be friends with and you will see them at every event and so and then they will get positions and get become pr managers for different companies seeing it happen seeing a guy start what blog end up becoming the community manager at ea for medal honor then he gets swept up for microsoft to do uh gears of war then halo and then uh, he, well, he's a Halo ODST. Then he got swept up to go to another company. I'd seen it happen. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, good, good friends with the guy. Uh, you got to be friends with people. So I knew <laughs> like what I liked about Boots of where to go to. So you had to get that carpet because you're going to be standing in one place for 8 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night. You better have some good carpet. <laughs> You better have some good padding, good shoes, and make that stuff look good. Um, it is expensive. The rental equipment that cost me uh, what twenty three hundred to get that TVs, the couches. <laughs> yeah, wow. The computers. Yeah, that costs money. Then it costs to get the advertising. If you ever saw it, if you got the chance to see it, but I got the logo on the video wall. Yeah, you did see that. I think I did. Ah, great. Because it turns out I was one out of ten companies who did. So <laughs> I got more time than I thought I was. I was told I was going to get 15 times a day. Since it was on loop, I went on loop every 30 minutes. Wow. Well, there so, you go. <laughs> I was happy with that. So it cost $1,000 for 10 seconds. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. That's more money. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's more money of just get it out there. Got to make it work. I can yeah. see how independent developers can have a real tough time in oh. this kind of environment. Yes, it's just paying for packs. Then, in addition to that, it's unexpected charges, the labor charges. I've had to pay two grand. The shipping, shipping, uh, that was through the rental company. I already paid the shipping. That was included in in the money, uh, the twenty three hundred for that. But for a union worker at the Boston Convention Center to move my stuff from with the pallet jack to my booth was costing sixty three dollars an hour. (laughs) <laughs> wow oh my work. god <laughs> i get billed automatically four hours for the 10 minutes he worked <laughs> so i wasn't happy with that and then i get a bill last week of oh this is the overtime it, it took for the guys to move your stuff overtime the overtime <laughs> not only that like i already paid the freight uh, i get a bill i get it i untactfully get a bill the, the Sunday of packs of, oh, here you go. Um, here's your moving charges. Like, wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm looking at the numbers. Uh, like, no, this is the price of the booth. I already paid this. No, no, no. So the 1500 I moved, I paid for the booth, which I thought like what this was, like just an invoice of my booth. Nope, 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 nope. That's just for the guy to get your stuff off the truck to your booth. I was pissed. I was not expecting these charges because I didn't put it in the budget. Like I wasn't didn't think of this. I didn't have like Jeez. I never got I never had to pay the UPS guy to get off the truck to give me my box. Well, that's Massachusetts for you. I mean, every time you go, you know, new charges get added every day. No, it's not even that. It's uh at the same time, I was paying my bill, being pissed. Uh, the rep from Microsoft, she was there with me. She was like, "Yeah, everyone gets hit with it. Like, they always get you a hidden charge. The hidden charge. Microsoft, they had to pay twenty grand. For <laughs> they had. So <laughs> they depends were... on your floor space, I guess. Yeah, uh, if it depends on floor space, and if you have anything hanging, you got to pay for the guy to go on the catwalk. That just gets expensive oh, real quick. Wow. Okay. So all the people, all the independent games that went to PAX, yes, kind of paid a lot of money. Yes. To get on the floor. Yes. Okay. So it was a good idea to actually go back there first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. not wait in line for any big budget games. I went to all the independent people and <laughs> saw their games. That's all I wanted to see. So. Right. Oh, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm just coming down like ah, you got me talking about it. I'm angry. <laughs> like, so PAX East cost me eight grand in total, from all every every poster, banner, moving, flying, right. hotels. Yeah, it 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 crept up on me. Was it worth it, or <laughs> was it worth it? Of course it was, because I met you. <laughs> Well, in a less personal sense. <laughs> oh, yes. I can pat myself on the back like, yeah, you did it. But it's worse for E3. E3, it costs 10 grand just for a booth. Oh, well. 50 bucks. 50, E3, I, like, I get I got the email from E3. We want you to show. Like, I bet you do when you say it costs 50 bucks per square foot and the minimum booth is 10 by 20. Oh, uh, unless my math is wrong. 200 square feet times 50 bucks is 10 grand. That is a lot. Well, I mean, that's an industry-exclusive one, too, so... Oh, yeah, but... Industry-exclusive, my ass. Like, <laughs> like, please, if you want to just show a game, I can just put something on uh, on YouTube and just have it, pass it around, but 
<laughs> but yeah, if you want the hands-on of the people you, to go there. And the, the trouble with E3, uh, E3 is mainly for press. The sad part is if you want like the people who are actually going to play your game, you got to go to PAXs. <laughs> Yeah, it's for making business deals. Here, I want you to acquire huh. my company. Are, you're not you're not implying that people that go to E3 don't play games, are you? Oh, one year I'm at E3. Uh, what was this? 2010. I'm in a Sony booth getting drunk. Uh, well, for those who don't know, <laughs> Sony. No, no, Sony Europe. That's the key difference. Sony online. Sony Europe. Europe. They give you drinks. They give out drinks there. So huh. I'm getting a little tipsy at 10 o'clock in the morning. Playing. <laughs> <laughs> they give them out freely? Like, just a little bit. Um, whenever the year Little Big Planet like, just came out. It's 2009 to 10-ish. Yeah. Yeah, so when, that's when I'm there playing. I've got, got Heineken in one hand, playing Little Big Planet in another hand. And I get a Sony rep who's asking me, like, oh, so how do you play? How do you play this stuff? And I'm confused of how do i answer this you have sony as your badge at the sony booth asking me how to play your game <laughs> and i you see i have a little badge here that says press media i shouldn't it have to explain how to play your game i should be asking you how to play your game <laughs> <laughs> yeah but and so it's a lot of business people who don't play games oh, okay. who are there for the business end of it to just see the software they this the business people who don't play games they don't care in a way to them is just business the business of business like getting a, a new drink on the market or something is is just the business of business they just want hits they they don't care they just want a product that's a hit and so they can make their money okay so this is why the big conferences are always game or system announcements right Yes. Just continuously in these big conference halls. Yes. Is this for uh, press and stockholders and whatnot, right? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that's, when, that's when you do your big releases, your announcements of anything. You do it at E3. So all these so all these pre-announcements, like what Sony has said, like, or PlayStation 4, that, here's a mistake. A, a whole big announcement. Where's the console? <laughs> it's not there not there so they're waiting to e3 they're trying to get a lot of it out of the way but they're going to repeat themselves anyway about everything that they're, they're going to have their announcements on and at e3 so yeah it was just a bunch of conceptual trailers which is the worst <laughs> i i never trust a game or I, I still don't trust a game that's just a cinematic yeah say announce the game is just a cinematic without gameplay i don't trust it until I, I don't trust it till I see till I see gameplay. I, I'm jaded. Once you, I, I'm I'm sorry to tell you this. That's your press. You're gonna get jaded real quick, and I don't mean that in the mean way. But you're gonna play everything and anything and everything you can get your hands on just to get content out there. You're gonna get jaded real quick. I, I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> I just tell no, 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 no. You can you can break my idealism. Don't uh, don't worry about it. I, I j just. You're just going to end up saying, I don't. I only want to play something that's an eight or eight and above. I don't want to play anything seven and below or mediocre. I played it all, and you just want to have good experiences. Yeah. And even I with have pretty Microsoft, specific tastes already, you know. Uh -huh. So yep, it's happening now. Getting yeah. pigeonholed, like Microsoft. Everyone's complaining about. Is it going to be at the time of this? At the time of this podcast, it is right after PAX pre E3, so we don't know. Let me just toss it in now. And but, then we had the Twitter war, right? 
Oh, they're saying it's going to be online all the time. What does that mean? If we were Valve, would you be still angry? You have to be all the time with Valve. But even with that, it makes no sense to be online all the time. For uh, a console, yeah. For a console, so even for a business sense. I don't believe anything until they officially announce it. I, I don't have time for speculation, or I don't want to waste the energy to have an opinion on something that's not confirmed. Yeah, because you have no idea. It could take forever before happens, anything really happens. Yeah, it happens every year with the like iPhone speculations and rumors. So it's going to have bigger screen, smaller screen, thinner. It might have more. It can play Flash this time. I, I, I don't care until <laughs> they make the official announcements. Because people just spout off the stuff just to get hits because they get paid seven bucks every thousand hits they get. <laughs> uh, That's yeah. how it works. You're going to see it now because you're on the business end of this. You have to be make this as a business and uh, to cut your costs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're we not... haven't gotten that far yet. We are not making any money. So, oh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry to say any all the listeners. Uh, this is just the reality. Podcast doing doing stuff for free gets expensive really quick. Yeah. Hosting. That's going to put you out like a hundred bucks for a year. And that hundred bucks, that's not cheap. That's still money. What is I've been there where all your money and time is gone into the podcast and you're surviving off hot dogs and top ramen. <laughs> been there. Well, it's part <laughs> of the fun, I guess. And Because every week you're buying a new game to beat it, to taco, do a review by well, depending or unless you're getting demos or free games from people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the, like the glory days are gone where you used to get free games all the time. This was like pre market crash, 2008, nine. Oh, okay. Where if there's a new game out, companies will just toss it to you. No problem. Oh, you, uh, you need some game down. Uh, you need some demos. Oh, here, take this or Microsoft of what you needed some gold codes, some uh, month, some yearly gold codes up eh, here. Take 10. Give them out for on your show. Those days are gone. Those are great days. Oh, well, that was previous to. I was still in college, so. Yeah, th- those. Yeah, it's the trouble. Um, anyone who wants to get in in the tree, how do you get in? No one knows. Here's how you do. Start. Start doing something. Start making your show. Start doing. Uh, start writing. Just start. It's something. Yeah, yeah, like this. If you want to get in, just start. This, this. I didn't expect to be where I'm at. When I started, what, seven years ago? Six, seven years? Yeah, I did not expect that. It just went, it just happens. How do you get started? With your degree or anything? No, I still don't even have my game degree. I (laughs) I have all the connections and making it happen anyway. Yeah, well, business is mostly about networking anyway, right? Oh, yes, it's shaking everyone's hand. Yeah. It's making it happen. Saying hello, shaking hands, passing up business cards. Don't be a dick. The community is so small that if you're a dick, you're, you, people will find you out and just don't want to even deal with you. <laughs> it's not even worth it. Just be just, a nice person. Yes. <laughs> well, I got a story for you. I started this uh, <laughs> thing called like Pax Taxi in 2009. Pax Taxi. Yeah. So while doing Breaking the Game, what I did was made a form, uh, spreadsheet, fill-in form, and say, anyone flying in for Pax Seattle... I will help you out. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I'm in Seattle. To give me your flight numbers, I will pick you up from the airport and take you to your hotel for packs. I did that. <laughs> but that first year, I picked up 27 people. 
just just back and forth airport taking them to the to the hotels while there i had a camera on velcro on my dash and we just recorded a show <laughs> we just we just recorded the conversation and it was great <laughs> just have a bunch of shows pack show oh yeah it was a crazy pack taxi so now Anytime one of these press people come in who needs a ride for like the last time I did it was a couple weeks, ooh, last two months, whenever the Microsoft MVP summit was mid March, mid, no, no, not March, mid, my God, mid something, mid February, <laughs> the Microsoft MVP summit, more people come in, they fly, I say, just give me a ring, I will pick you up. So just keep in contact with all my press buddies. Like, yeah, anytime you fly in the city and need a ride, just call me. And I put that to anyone out there. If you need a ride, my name's Crazy Echo. You can find me on Twitter. Send me a message. I'll help you out. I'm a nice guy. I try to help out. Oh, well, there you go. I'm, I'll call you up. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm not joking. Like, if you get in, like, at 11 o'clock at night and you need a ride, I would be pissed that you did not call. I'm not a martyr. Like, I'm not just sacrificing myself. <laughs> I take care of my people. Yeah, that's your it, thing. Yeah, I, that's my thing. I take care of my people. I take care of anyone who's in actual desperate need. I will get your back. Oh, thank you for the offer. <laughs> it's not even an offer. It's that's what's happening. That's that is what is happening. It's yes. not not a thing of gratitude. Just... Yeah, and I, if I see you at Pax Prime, if you can make it out here, I will pick you up, dude. I have friends who will be out there. So, <laughs> and if they if they need me, I will be there for them. Yes, I'm a mercenary of assistance, and that is what I do. All right. Would you like to uh, shamelessly self promote yourself now? Shamelessly? No. Like <laughs> no shame in my game is what I do. All right. Well, if you you should talk about some Mugen Studios so, projects, I imagine. So, yeah, some projects I got. First one I got Harbinger. I will talk about this briefly. It's Harbinger is a 3D uh, open world game on the iOS. Yes, it's available now for two ninety nine. You're it's like Mist on a spaceship to use two hand two thumb controls, full three D. Solve a few puzzles to get to other areas. I I, I already know what you're thinking. It's not, it's not your cup of tea. I totally get that. Depends. No no I I know what I, I, I totally apologize for putting you on the spot and doing no no that. no no no. I'll I I'll should... answer. It's yeah. it's the problem for me is that I don't have any iOS devices. Yes. So that ends up being a problem for lots of independent game development. Oh, my. Yeah. You know what? I, I can talk on that. Um, I have another game I'm going to talk about that. Um, some inside of indie development. I, can't, I couldn't watch the in, indie game, a love story, um, independent movie, whatever. It's, it's on Netflix. Yeah, uh, the movie? Uh, watch it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I, lived, I, I couldn't watch that movie without crying a little because <laughs> it... It hit too close to home at a few times. With the depression? I thought it was just like a movie. It's, no. It seems so staged at points. No, it's not. Really? Um, okay, no, please explain to me how. This oh, works. my gosh. To explain the many aspects of this. Uh, like, whose story do I go to? Phil. Phil Fish, is, I think his name is. The guy who made Fez. Uh, Fez. It may have came off like he was like being a dick, but I told I was with him. I am Phil. For every single problem he was having, I was a little bit of sad and like not sad, but like there's no feeling like being understood. Huh. Where I felt his pain, I knew what he was going through of trying to spend years and trying to get development on the game, running through issues, running to uh, legal issues where he couldn't show he was in 
battles with like a co-creator, he may not even be able to show the game at PAX. He's at PAX with all the stuff, all the money yeah, he, he can't show. We established earlier, it's not cheap to get to PAX. And I saw he had a few banners made. That cost money. Okay, and well, then, now this makes a lot more sense because oh, the movie didn't make that clear at all. Oh yes, it, yeah, it had a, the few issues. Yeah, he it said a little bit. They touched it on it, where he had his game crash on the first person play the game that was us last year oh, that man. was us so i felt his pain don't change anything right before the show oh it's not the change anything is everything's worse for you murphy's law murphy's law <laughs> yeah like that happened to us the problems we were having is the rented ipads couldn't get um the profile installed on them so we can install the game because oh. the game's not in the marketplace. Yeah, so you have to have the special profile because we were using the Unreal Engine. You got to have that installed onto the rented iPads because you can't really put too much personal information on it to say, yes, this is me. Take all my personal information so I could drop this stuff. Like the game worked on the computer. No problem. But the part of transferring it onto the iPads, that was the issue. Jeez. <laughs> it was getting startup crashes because then, because then the iPod the iPads had to do the uh, software updates. Oh. <laughs> They're putting into issues like this on the floor. So, and then we're in the hotel trying to work on stuff. We couldn't get the UDIDs of it because we didn't have the internet to download the apps at the hotels. And at the time, I had the hotel at the airport. So, I had to take a bus from the airport back to the convention center. But we had to take a sh- take the shuttle van from the hotel to the, the airport. airport. To wait for the bus, to get back to the convention, <laughs> the convention center, to use the convention center's Wi-Fi to get the stuff installed. <laughs> wow! So we were having issues. Like I felt his pain. Uh, in the in the game love story, that is the truth is, uh, of it. Then another part of it was Super Meat Boy. They truly captured the isolation. Just sitting in a room. <laughs> no, the, the sitting in a room and totally working on your game guy who had the, the wife i totally am jealous that he's found someone that gets it because i had a few problems where people get upset of why aren't you making t- any time for me i'm like i'm sorry i'm working this, on the game right I'm working on the game i'm working on this other stuff like that is the truth part of it where everything else takes a back seat because you are focusing on your future. This is it. Like the people who get it, they don't have to, you don't have to say nothing. You don't have to say a word to them. They totally get it. We're not hanging out because you're broke, because you have no money coming in, because you put all your extra money into getting the game made. And, <laughs> and the moment, and then, and then I, I'm with them where they finally get the game done in time at the schedule for Microsoft Jeez. Oh, and then they were pissed off because no one could find the game four hours late right on the yes uh... I felt that because my game didn't get approved Harbinger didn't get approved until 8 o'clock 8.30 p.m. the Thursday day before PAX oh wow yeah I know they're paid jeez <laughs> oh, yeah it's like sending something out into the wilderness and not knowing when it's gonna come back oh yeah you put it out there and you're just waiting like please get in the, you're in the queue and you can't <laughs> it up if i knew 
the hand to grease to increase the approval rate, I will be flying to Coop, uh, Cupertino every weekend of, hey, um, you need some pizza, you need anything else, you know. It gets to the point where I, I it's sad to say, I reach the point where I don't have any more shame. I will do. You will. You will. You will get it. You. You will see your the producers, the people. You. Will, you're going to meet them. Where my shame levels of shame are gone. The things I joked around as a kid to say, oh, I would never do that for a million dollars. I'm at the point now of, yes, I, no problem. I'll, I'll do it. I have no shame. I'm at the mode of, I need to do whatever I need to do to get this done. Hmm. You know what? The thing is that I've been in. Right. Uh, college and I went and got my master's degree, right? All in theology, hence cool. the name of the site. So um, my experience is always being principled and privileged in certain ways, right? Right. So my, th- you know, the website is is about my personal beliefs integrated with video games. So right on. That's kind of my thing. But in terms of being in 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 the industry i cannot just have no shame unfortunately (laughs) yeah you you will lose your um inhibitions you you will lose that i have been in academia a long time i think i will have to adjust to this oh oh you will adjust quickly and it's just i'm sorry to tell you this i've been there i've done (laughs) what you've done I know, I know what's what happens. I know the journey. You're <laughs> you're going to lose it. You're going to say, "All right, you're the when you get in your." Here's the thing: no one understands you like the guy who runs the show, as in the guy who pays for everything. That's the guy who totally gets you. No matter how friendly you are with the people, your crew members, no matter how many years you've known each other, they won't get it. I am sorry, guys, you listen to this. You will not <laughs> understand Zach at all. Whatever he's the, – the true stuff he's about to go through, you will not understand him. No one's going to understand you except fellow people who run their, run their site. The who do their own thing. Yes. No one's going to understand you. Your friends will not understand you. It's like being an entrepreneur. Yes. No, your friends, your family, none of them, no matter how much you want to tell them about the stress you're about to go through, they'll say, oh, I get it. I get it. They will not. They can't. They won't. That is the sad part. You have to talk to other people who will uh, create a website or, or, or do their own press junket and stuff. Those are the people who tell you, of, I understand about I need to k- come scramble to get the money for the hosting. I need to get the money for getting the web show going to get the, the mic equipment to get the, um, the pod feed going. And then having to deal with it's 2 a.m. and the DNS crashed. And I have to repair this. And there is no sleep. There is not going to bed. Uh, I have to fix this because there is no one else. I've not had that happen before, but thank you, you for it, telling me. Oh, that, that is not running a site is not all the glory and stuff. It's you will reach the bad, the the tough times. Digging in the dirt. <laughs> oh, the the trenches. No one will understand what you're going through unless someone else is paying the bill. The, the, you got to talk to those guys. Talk to them if you ever need help. Such you as to, you. <laughs> yes, uh, such as me. There's many other people out there like me. But you have your friends. They. I'm sorry, guys. You just won't <laughs> get the stress of the, the, you, the weight of the world. Well, yeah, because I write one entry a day now. So I gave you the side a quick look and listen, uh, listen to the last podcast. It's going to reach the point where getting reliable people is going to get tough. Of, hey, I'm going to need you to write 
Oh, or... I know that problem already. Yeah, see, you're going to you're hitting it. You're like looking for volunteers. You well, people hold... have day jobs and it's mm-hmm. not everybody's schedule always lines up. Yep. And then you're going to have to then it's going to come to a day where, hey, sorry, dude, you're not writing enough. I'm going to have to fire you. I'm going to have to kick you off and get someone else. I'm, I'm sorry, friend, that I've known you for a long time, That but you don't do enough. I'm going to have to kick you off and get this 12-year-old who's eager and wants to get his name out there. Get this, Yeah, this 12-year-old, if I, if I just give him a template of I need your thoughts on I need your thoughts, what could work, what didn't work, what you really did like, what you didn't like, just put that in a review, and he's eager, bam. All I got to do is give him 10 bucks a week through PayPal so he can download an arcade game, and he's written some. It comes down to that. You will find a way to get it done. <laughs> Any <laughs> means necessary. Yes, that's it. I used to own that website. <laughs> <laughs> By any means necessary, I gave it up. <laughs> but that's yeah, that's the ticket. It's all about stuff like that. It that's the um say I could talk about games, but then it's the that's what a producer does. <laughs> it, I handle the stuff you don't have to think about. Unless you're me, which I kind of deal with everything. <laughs> yes, you. So, what does a producer do? Everything. <laughs> they do everything, and to some people's eyes, you do nothing. But huh. like, I I do I do my job so well that it looks like I don't do anything. <laughs> like, it's like, why aren't you doing anything? Because I already got it. You coming all- in at the end of it? I already took care of it a day ago, a week ago. The problem's already at hand. It looks like I'm doing nothing. That's all. It looks like doing nothing, but ask me anything. Bam. That's taken care of. That's taken care of. That's taken care of. Not only that, but I have a backup. And you, oh, yeah, another tip for you. Have triple backups. Do you have Carbonite? Uh, no. Carbonite. That will back up all your system. Oh, man, I think you should be giving me a plug. I should get... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you will... advertising everyone else except your own stuff? Because this is... This is how I got started. I got started of helping people out, and I'm at the point where I I don't care. I, I, it's, here's some sad truths. I help people out. I put other people before me by doing such. I am where I am. I've never gone out truly fully and say I'm going to do this for myself. It's in many ways. It's been like I'm going to help this guy out, and helping this guy out turns out to something else. It turns into a business to help another guy out. To all right, help you out, but I'm going to I'm going to have to like shave off some of the top. I need to get some money in my pocket as well, and it just grows into other stuff. It's just a weird concept of helping out other people first, or doing not doing it for selfish reasons of just myself. It's turned is grown into other things. Is this like a personality thing, or just something you picked up over time, or personality more or less? I, all of my things are quote unquote success. I can root to helping someone out, and it just magically works out. Or <laughs> oh, it's not magic. This is not luck. This is no, hard work. This is I hard work. It's luck. It's sad to say. I I might if someone came up to me and say, "Oh man, you got lucky." I cannot guarantee I might snap and give him a quick haymaker. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not luck. Getting to PAX was not luck. That was a series of steps taken and executed in a timely manner. <laughs> that was not luck. I wish it was luck. And planning. Oh, nothing but planning. I had to plan for PAX East. PAX East was in um end of March. March yeah. I was there for my birthday. <laughs> I was working Ooh. on floor on my birthday. Did anyone um, give you presents? And yeah, some people when they 
saw me on Facebook of, oh, it's your birthday. Like, hey, here's a cupcake. Thanks, dude. Uh, please leave. I'm, I'm talking. I'm trying to show a game now. Um, which goes back to everything takes a back seat on this business. I had to start planning for PAX East in October. That's when I had to book. The, that's when I had to book the hotel before it got filled filled up. Wow, that is far in advance. Yes. Well, I mean, you have to buy the tickets pretty far in advance too, but. No, just to book the hotel, just to claim that I stayed at the West End right next to it. It it's all about knock it out early because there is no time. What what you think is a long time, it it's creeps not. up quick. You, you stage things into increments of okay, here's our our funding, here's our budget, here's our monthly payroll, here's what we can pay uh, within these monthly budgets, and it's just numbers. It's not hunky dory fun of uh oh we can just make it happen, we can will it to happen. Huh. It doesn't work that way. It breaks down to all right, you need this amount a month to get it done. That's the sad truth. It's, uh, it comes down to just if you want it, make it happen. You got to work for it. Oh, yes. It's the American way. <laughs> good things come to those who wait. No, good things come to those who bust their ass. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> um, so, so even like, I, I know I should be like self-promoting, like, but what I try to go for is keep my brand good. My brand is Mugen Studios. Your reputation. It, yes, my reputation. But behind the reputation of Mugen Studios is me as Crazy Echo, as that's how all uh, where I was there with the booth. All my press friends who came by gave hugs. Like they know me. Ah, what the hell? I'll just say it. Like everyone either owes me money or a favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a series of debts is what keeps you going. <laughs> series? Not really. Not not what keeps me going. But I, this is one of those times. Like yo, guys. Here's the favor. I'm calling in the favorites. You guys, you know you owe me. This is this is an easy one. Here's what I need. Either if you're writing, if you're there for press, write something. Like write about us. This is what we're doing. If I got you a pass, uh, work in a booth. Or, or, or no, if I just got you in for, like, I just gave out my uh, exhibitor badges to a few buddies. Like, here, like, I know tickets got sold out, and I've known you for years. Just here, go. Have fun. Enjoy. All I need you to do is come back every three four hours and, and just give me like a three minute piss break that's all i need they oh, did okay. <laughs> yeah they did that's like all i asked for them yeah, but it's just one of these things this is the this is the backside of the development process <laughs> well this is completely not what i expected <laughs> it's, oh i'm sorry no no but no it's good no this well, yeah, it's oh, uh, where you thought it was going to be PR, total PR. Oh, I love this game. It's blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> oh, nah. It's it's in a way like I'm giving the brand of me. The company is me. Anything that happens on the backbone of that company, it will be by my decision and a result of me. And that, so I want the world to know me better. Those who, who don't know who I am, I'm telling you who I am, what I'm about. This is what I stand for. I try to be as I'm I'm super honest about so much stuff. I should be quiet about a lot of things, but I just find it easier just to be honest. And then it just comes out more. Well, honest is the truth, but it just comes out <laughs> pure as, as this. I'm not fake. I'm telling you everything, all the nitty gritty of this. this here's how you know it's the truth. It's stuff you don't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> this seems like the dark side of the industry. It's the dark side, but it's also it's. The good side, but dark side, I got dark side for you. Like, the moment my game <laughs> came out, it was, oh, like, 
all this time to finally get Harbinger available for iOS at $2.99 like that. See, I, I've been there, done that. I know how to put a plug. <laughs> it's the moment is just happiness lasted maybe two, three seconds of <sighs> I did it. Yes. I, I felt a little bit of joy. Then it's okay. Now it's time to get this sold. <laughs> that's uh, that's how long the happiness lasted. Now, like, like, boom, let's do this. Let's move on to the next one. Next one in development we got is what the team from uh, called Interbang, uh from San Francisco for Super Combo Man. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in Super Combo Man. So Super Combo Man, regale a, me, regale me. <laughs> Super Combo Man is a 2D side-scrolling action adventure game uh, where you play as a friendly otaku called Struggles. Yes, his name is Struggles. It is a fantastic concept, I have to say. Yes. So think of your average PAX attendee, someone who, someone you would think who would show up at Comic-Con. A little plus size. I'm, I'm trying to be super PC about this. <laughs> a little bit plus size, has a Pikachu. What? Well, can't say Pikachu. I don't, Nintendo, don't sue me. Pikachu-ic. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu. Pikachu. Uh, Fanny pack. Fanny pack. Fanny pack, yeah. Fanny pack. And... The guy fights like um, how the Power Rangers would. Because he wants to imitate what he sees on TV, his favorite comic book character, a super combo man, and he fights. Now, the nitty-gritty behind it. um, Mike Ross loves it, so. I love him. I love him for loving it. Yeah, and we need, you've sold me already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when the game's going to be available come uh, summer, that's the plan, uh, we're shooting for June, but can't say if we hit June, we're just going to be safe by saying summer. So we're going to hit Steam first, and then from there, take the profits from there and try to port it onto other consoles and expand it, more or less. The tentative plan is, if it's done in time, to have it available on show floor to buy for PAX Prime, great. That's like It's like little things like that. You gotta it, Here's the nitty-gritty of business. There's certain windows... When you can release a game, because you have the perfect time to show the game, like you at a PAX or something or E3, you got to show it to the press, get a lot of people hands on it first, and then build up buzz. Then you get the release. Just how it works. Unless you're like Angry Birds, everybody, everybody's chasing to be second. Everybody wants to be the second coming of Angry Birds. But you can't be. I I don't think I don't say I would give my left pinky toe to be Angry <laughs> Birds, but. For a game to be such a cultural phenomenon, to have over a billion dollars in sales, to make a billion dollars, I can. You don't need your left pinky toe. Uh, <laughs> well, you might need it for balance. No, <clears throat> that's your big toe and middle toe. Um, oh, Mike. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh. I showed you how much scientific knowledge I have. <laughs> Grandpa's a doctor. <laughs> oh. So, so you just deal with him. Yeah. So that's the case. It's it's you are you're gonna lose your shame. I, that's where it comes the honest part of. I want an Angry Birds underneath my belt. Yes, everybody wants that. Everybody <laughs> wants brand recognition. Everybody, everybody wants the non-gamer to know your game. Super Combo Man, which shocked me. Sorry, Team and Terrorbank. I love you guys, Justin and Travis and uh, the rest of the crew. Is that? Oh boy, I hope this isn't gonna be, go somewhere dark. No, no, no. It's not dark. What I love about uh, Super Combo Man is that I have the pictures of girls were coming up. I don't know why, but it was pulling in the ladies. It was just pulling in the girls. Just they just wanted to play the game. 
the really? shocking point is where the girl, the girlfriends who are just being dragged along and who had the had the duck face and didn't want to be at PAX, which is like a shame because everyone's going to find something that they love at PAX. They stopped their boyfriends from playing and said, "I want to try this. I have the pictures of this, and this is the, the, the crazy part of even a few moms like." <laughs> I want to try this. This is the shocking point. You have this game has pulled the non-gamers. I I wish I can say that. Give me the, the 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 bullet points of oh, this is the exact reason why you pulled these people in. So I can copy paste that over and over again. But I love that. To well, get it's like copying non- a work of art, right? You can't it, just copy it, you know, line by line or like painting stroke by painting stroke. It sometimes yeah. it just happens and pulls people into the experience. Or you get Avatar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or you try. But yeah, so yeah, it's, it just comes down to those things of why are people getting pulled in? I I want to know. Don't know. I can't even write it down. They're just loving it. Like, just keep doing it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm all for that. And it seems like a gamer's game, too. Yes. That is, that's why I was pulling everybody in. Loved it. So... So, yeah, it's a different uh, game in our spectrum of, one, you had a solo puzzle game, then here's one of a 2D puzzler, and that puzzler, 2D fighter. So, I know my PAX crowd, they like the action. By default. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I found this team and uh, a Kickstarter, and I worked a deal with them on the back end. It's like, okay, look, we can get Kickstarter going, and you and I, let's work something out. And, like, bam, we got something going, and I got them at PAX. Huh. Oh, is that how they got the IGN thing, or? Ah, so you've heard of them from IGN? Yeah. Indie Open House. You were given some other team's game, and you had to come up with a new concept or new something of it. And oh. so, if your idea was better than the next person's, then you got to stay in. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Just one of those things. So that's how where Justin was there, and then I met a few of the people who were on the show. They were at PAX. I shook their hands and saw they gave me a quick elevator pitch of games that they're working on. And I got back to one of them today. Like, you know what? Your concept there? I just found a grant that would change that they were looking for this type of learning software. Do you think we can re-engineer this to be in reverse to learn English for toddlers? So I'm waiting to hear back from them. If, <laughs> so this is then it goes back to like I said before, you have to have about ten projects going all at once because some is just going to happen. It just happened. Something falls apart, and that's the sad truth of it. Everything's going great until guy gets a better offer somewhere, or this he's working on his own indie game and then he goes to somewhere else and then he's like, yo, we have a contract here. It doesn't fall through. Sorry. All right, you're not meeting your end of deal. I don't want to do this. I am a nice guy. I can work with you. But, all right, I have to sue you. <laughs> and then you just... It comes down to things like that. That's the bad part of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I generally think of myself as a nice guy. I try to say it like before. My my Twitter is mercenary of assistance. Overall, nice guy that tries to help out. I can work with you, but if you cross that line, I... Just as as nice as I am, I can be as evil. Well, it's not necessarily evil. It's more like... Like, I'm trying to get something done, and I'm about to do what I need to do to get it done. Yeah, it it comes with that aspect of it. This is the backside. I got started doing as press, and I just said, one day, I'm going to do this. I'm just like, let's just start a company. I just went out, and right now, I'm just at the point of, I'm doing it. 
I know one day, hell, uh, it might be easier to say, why don't you try to work for a bigger company first before you going on your own, on, on your own? Or why don't you ask for advice of other people and stuff? Overall, nothing's more effective than I'm just going going to go out there and do it. It will make sense along the way. It doesn't <laughs> at the early stages. It didn't. A lot, lot makes more sense now. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It it didn't make any sense when I started blogging at all. <laughs> How do, you, how do you get started? Um, you read a book, you try no, to... No, you don't. You just do it. I wrote a 81-page thesis, and then I transitioned to writing 1,000-word blog entries. That's why I don't like college. But the, the whole aspect of 81... The, the long-page the long papers, that is totally unnecessary. I, I, I'll go to the teacher and say, please, tell me how this is worth it. Tell me how... Me writing this is going to be worth anything because one, you have to read it. You have to read this and hundred others. And well, they read. don't really read it. They just yes. skim. Don't give a damn unless I unless you have to. <laughs> uh, it's more about being efficient. I try to eliminate waste. I try to find the easiest and laziest way because that is the most <laughs> efficient way to get things done. Because I don't have time to screw up. True enough. And to try to do it again because there's no budget to do it twice. Let's find the most efficient way to get it done the first time. Sometimes I will leave a that leaves a little hole for growth. Hole for growth, not a mistake. Hole for growth because, as you told me at the beginning of this podcast, you didn't know what we were about because I <laughs> need to elaborate <laughs> on my about page. I got the pictures up, got the new hosting going. Like, I just did this all. Yeah, last it week. looked like a front for some kind of like smuggling ring. I can do that too. Like you got the good product. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's what it's, but that's what it's all about. Just get it done. Because no matter what you think, no one cares. But I, hell, I hate to be a cynic, but no one cares. The moment your product is out in the marketplace and someone has the ability to buy it, and the moment they, they buy it, they have an opinion. And no one cares of, oh, you didn't get enough sleep that night. No, you didn't eat because all your money went to pay for this new stuff or whatever no one cares just they just care about their experience the end product the end product how so, they feel about it yes no matter how much any i'm talking to the world now all you people making something no matter how long you're working on your research paper or blah 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 nobody cares because <laughs> it, it, it comes down to just get it done and if it's good it'll, it'll surface to the top Wise I, words. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I, I don't know. I'm just jaded now. We're hearing <laughs> hearing things like 81 pages for what, teacher? For what? What is that? What is that in that 81 page paper that I can't talk to talk about it with you on a podcast for an hour? That can be my thesis paper or something. Uh, well, this paper is about oh. something incredibly complex. <laughs> so oh, well, maybe. And a series, I can do a series of recordings in there. There's yeah, my and I could explain the whole thing to you. Probably. Yeah, explain the whole thing to me in over a couple, a few cups of coffee in four hours or whatever. Yeah, that, that's that's the way I, I would think of it. As here, this is how I will do my show, or whatever. And I, I might get some guy to make an animation. There's my piece <laughs> of paper. I, 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 what gets me is I, I suck at limitations. Where you must hit this X amount first to qualify. You must hit the quantity first before the quality. Oh, okay. I see. I see your perspective. It's like, let me, if if anything, why don't you just say, give an opinion of a topic. I may get one page. I might hit two sentences or something. 
but I will just hit the core of what you need to know. Instead of just regaling me with all the extraneous details. I can't even just, I want to hear the justification of the 81 pages. That's just too much. <laughs> that should be a book. If that's not a book as a uh, Amazon download, you're losing money right there. Well, it, it's going to be. It's just being edited at the moment. Well, no, Here, by me. Edited by me. Ah, <laughs> Is that normal this, people can read it? The self-edit. There's trouble with the self-edit. Well, I've Don't, had other people read it. It's just not so much in the area of... You know. Don't even edit your work until you're done. <laughs> you can be your own worst enemy. Like for the film stuff on the film side, I've written a f- I've written two scripts, not even full scripts, because I'm not going to waste my time making a full script. I, I just have Treatment. specs. Yeah, I just have some specs, uh, some spec scripts where here's a, here's the story, here are the characters, here's what's going on. This is what you know. You get the gist of it. Huh. As for every little dialogue of, Pog, hello, blah, 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 every down thing like that, I don't have. Just keep the specs. Because that's what people only care about. What's the gist? And they only want it comes down to it. They want to see the numbers of how much it's going to cost to shoot. What do you need? <laughs> it, it just comes down to that. Every project becomes its own separate side business. Its own small business of you have to have how much it's going to cost for everything. How much is it? Do you need to pay the people? How much is it going to cost for your your electricity bill? How much is it going to cost for the permits? How much is it going to cost for the locations? How many days are you going to be on location? How many times? How much is it going to cost for the the guy to touch do the touch ups? You got to hit every little thing. Do you have the budget for the thirty six dollars for the pop tarts you need for this dude? <laughs> it, it it's you got to do overkill. Just to hit the normal. So I do that with the... I'm always... If anyone's making anything, I'm always interested. Because I have to have my next project in the works now. I have to have the project in the works now to show at PAX Prime 2014, 2015. It takes time. you got to plant the seeds now. It's just part of the stuff. But I ask, if you want something to get off the ground, tell me. In like super full-on detail, you want that you need the crazy budgets. To pay your rent, to pay your web hosting, your like Carbonite. Carbonite backs up all your stuff. So if your computer dies, you can still get your files from your phone or just say a restore onto a new computer. Save me a few times. <laughs> I think so, I might already have it. I'm not sure. I have to go look. Yes, <laughs> get it. This. it. Get it. It's, it's 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 sixty bucks a year and unlimited backup. Worth it. 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 It's. It's something you don't want to have to use, but would love to, if you're going to love it the moment you need it. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Recommendation for Carbonite. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, man. So, wow. Well, this is completely different than what I expected. <laughs> I Sorry, I'm uh, not normal. I'm crazy. No, that's fine. That's fine. We like crazy. Good. <laughs> well, that I think that's a good stopping point. No worries. I know it's late for you. It's fast. <laughs> I have I haven't even touched my watch or looked at a clock. Oh, this, um, we almost been what talking for an hour. Yeah, probably a little bit more than that. Well, there is the whole story. Well, um, my well, name. No, this is very interesting, though. I'm glad we got something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the, the 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 dirty backside of being a creator or something, a producer of all everything. It's just a, you don't, no one would tell you this really, but I'd like to just try to be honest of, look, this is me. I've told you everything about it. I got nothing to hide. I, this <laughs> you is, definitely this do is, not. 
this is what I've been going through. This is what is happening. Anybody got anything to say, by all means, like, I don't care. Like, this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going for it. <laughs> I guess this is the travails of being an entrepreneur or a business oh, person. See, this is, I felt so many other businesses. Uh, it's like, no one wants to say, oh, but you're not supposed to tell anyone about your failures. Please, everything I did uh, or before to let up to this, the the different blogs, the, those were creations of failures, and but improvements as they progressed. Started an online uh, business for selling caf- caffeinated products, and I sell it like two months later, <laughs> made a profit, and just keep on moving. It ain't much of a profit, but profit's still more profit than is, I paid for. It's money. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just so many other things that they all, all my failure is not, I, I can't even call them failures. Failure is such a strong word of learning experiences. My yeah. other learning experiences have built up to this point of this is the best I've, I've gotten <laughs> to get to these big things, to get like, Sad to say, like, I can't say anything about the film side going on. Even things like, <laughs> oh, I had to call a business partner Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Like, got one film about a lounge singer in the 20s. See, I'm not saying any titles, just giving just synopsis. We already got the music behind, we already got the rights to the music. That was a few connections of, hey, we know, oh, I already knew you back from back in the 90s and stuff. Wait, <laughs> does you still, your cousin still have the access to this? Yeah, you say I still own this? Great. No way. This, this, everything sounds serendipitous and it is just how things come together of, uh, we get the music rights from one guy, uh, we get a script from someone else. It's just one of those things like, oh, get this, the script about this lounge singer in the 20s to make a biopic. And we went to a guy like, hey, this sounds familiar. Do, do you know this person? Yeah, we have the music rights. Great. We got the music rights. We already got the scripts. We're going to find the locations to film in Chicago. And then start things start not fully coming together. But I was still working on it. This is just crazy. It's the sad part. The moment's like a film can come out. What? Last year, I we lost what, four films in the in development process. Or someone else get the deal before us. Well, that like, happens a lot in film, though, right? Uh, uh, yeah, you hear about it, but I never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Like, I never thought like it would happen to me where to tell, to tell the story of, oh, that didn't work out because someone else had a similar idea or they want, they, they want a different actor. Oh. Or this actor, got, he said yes, but picked up on something else because it paid more money. But that's what happens. But then again, to go to the wrap-up, Zach, <laughs> yes. I totally enjoyed this. Really? I enjoy talking to you. Uh, you can find me as on Twitter at Crazy Echo or Mugen Studios. Email me at dan at MuganStudios.com. I'm all over the internet. I'm everywhere. Google me. I'm one of the first things that pop up. Well, if you say Crazy Echo in one word. Like see, brings... you promote yourself better when it's unsolicited. Look, see? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like the other truth parts of having to deal with of fighting a group in Hong Kong for trying to take your copyright. Oh. Like, no one tells you about that part of the business of, <laughs> oh, you file for copyright. Um, this group of people in China, in China, they want to get the .asia version of your website. Do you, do you need it? Can you give up the .com? No! <laughs> but then again, it's like, you know what? I'm at the point of, 
I can expand my business uh, if they're if they're willing to talk. Uh, since if they have similar interests in the name and they want to do something because. Mugen Studios is kind of specific to a studio yeah. to creation of something. If they want to create something together, I'm willing to talk. Like I can be a nice guy. Like you never know. These people in Hong Kong might have the the extra money I need to get some other projects out the ground. They they might need something that I might know the people of. It <laughs> might work out. Did they get back to me? No. no. They just kept attacking and attacking and attacking and try to still try to. Uh, you see them on back order. Gotta for, have it. For the, what, yeah. They, all you do is see them on back order. The moment I don't pay, uh, pay for uh, my domain, they're snatching it up. So great. great. Business. That great. is business, isn't it? I, I, oh, that's the, <laughs> this is the part no one tells you about. Well, seriously, this is very enlightening and very interesting. I knew nothing. So, yeah, because. There's no book or there's no one to talk no, to about. No, this is stuff. like learning from life. The school yes, hard knocks, as they'd say. It just happens. Who expects a group in China to try to take their website, but only thing saving you is that the week before you filed for uh, the, the official copyright and patent. Where is the book that tells you this information? <laughs> no one tells you this. <laughs> it doesn't exist. And then you reply back, no, it's mine. See this number? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right well yes. thank you for coming on mr echo thank you uh this has been the theology gaming podcast if you liked what you heard and you learned something new comment rate or subscribe on itunes please tell us how we did if we did poorly please tell us also <laughs> i'd rather have a no star review than a no review at all thank no, you no 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 you just you don't want a one star no no <laughs> no you don't want a two star two stars worse than one star for some strange reason Oh, okay, here's more information that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you you rather have uh, like it's all reviews are going to be like Yelp. You people are going to either love it or hate it. For you, just don't care. Just keep moving. Just keep going forward. Yeah, Yelp is a scary place anyway. <laughs> You're trying to close out, and I'm still talking. Shutting up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> this is Zach signing off. <laughs> see, you. see you guys later. <laughs>